Good day and grand rising, all of my wonderful, happy people. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Mind Your Business podcast call. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. I am your host, Tracy Walker, and we do this podcast call Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, be sure to do so by uh, heading over to your favorite live streaming platform, whether it's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, either of those and many, many others. Do a search for Mind Your Business. Go ahead and subscribe to the feed. Uh, make sure that you are in the loop of all of our past episodes uh, and the, the future episodes that will be coming up on the docket. Likewise, we do have the VIP Mind Your Business text list that I invite you to uh, become part of by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. How are you showing up in your business? And when I say how are you showing up, I don't necessarily mean you. What I really mean is how are you presenting what you have to others so that they can readily grab the value, understand exactly what it is they are doing or what you are suggesting that they're going to do and how they are going to do it. Does your presentation of your product, your service, your coaching program, your affiliate program, your Amazon, your YouTube done for you, does your business, provided that you are meeting customers, business partners, clients, to enroll into your vision, into your idea, i.e., into your business to actualize it, does your presentation present itself, and show itself worthy to be purchased. Now, we're having this conversation today uh, because I am actually bringing you into my world right now because I've been making some tweaks and some revamps to a presentation I have in, in one of my sales funnels. And how did I know I needed to change the presentation? Well, number one, I've been doing this for a little while, and so I have an idea of what should be happening, the types of questions I should be hearing, the types of questions I should not be hearing, um, and, and how people respond, right? I have an instinct for that. And through my funnel, the funnel was crafted in such a way that it literally walks a person step by step. So, for example, they come in, they opt in, I'm going to give them a freebie, right? Then I speak to them a little bit about a story on the, uh, the page, on the thank you page, and then uh, I share with them the value of, you know, what it is that I'm offering just briefly. And then I make an offer for them to apply to work with me and my team. Once they apply, 
uh, there's an opportunity for us to get on the phone and for me to find out a little bit more about what they want. And if the person uh, presents themselves to be one who is really open to starting a home-based business, I then direct them to my presentation, okay? Now, if you have ever seen a traditional uh, direct sales or even network marketing presentation, uh, it has a very specific format, okay? The specific format essentially is, uh, you, you know, you have a welcome, you state what the problem is in the marketplace or in the world, uh, you then speak about the company coming into existence to solve the problem that, uh, that the world is facing or that the market is facing. You'll even talk a little bit about the founders, the owners, the credibility. You'll then move directly into the products that the company, uh, the products or services that the company provides. You'll then move into the uh, pricing on how a customer can get started. You'll finally get yourself to the business opportunity side where you share how someone could actually make money um, selling the thing that you have, not just being a customer, but also being an affiliate, a representative, or what have you. And then it's uh, and that's the compensation plan, and then you close out. That's generally the format of every network marketing presentation. Okay, I've been in enough of them to know. I've seen tons of tons of presentations, even in those that I uh, did not join. Uh, that that's what they do. Okay, well. It does a very good job of just giving the person the information, right? It's, it's like my son is in the third grade, and it's almost like if he went to school and he said, you know what, I want to learn math. And his teacher said, okay, I'm going to present to you how you can learn math. And she went on and said, okay, you know, the problem in the marketplace is that we got to have more students that understand math and this and this for these reasons, right? As a result, this school was created to help teach you math. Here are the classes that we offer, okay? Um, here's uh, how you can get started as a student. This is the tuition price points here. Um, and then if you wanted to refer any other students to this school, we would pay you to do that. And thank you for watching what would you like to be? Would you like to be a student or would you like to be a student and someone who refers students to us? See, it, it leads for questions. It, it leads for questions. Yes, you did show me what classes you offer. Yes, you did show me um, or tell me the benefit of each of those classes, but I still have questions in terms of what primarily, how, I'm going to learn it, how the classroom is structured and organized because I'm coming from another school, right? Maybe my son's coming from another school, which he was. And, and he wouldn't be saying that, right? As his parent, I would be looking at this, but, but I would be looking at, all right, well, how is the classroom set up? What is the process by which the students will be learning? They move from class to class. What is the format of the room, the classroom itself? Are they sitting down at individual desks looking at a teacher like a robot? Or is it more group-oriented, sitting at group tables and desks and uh, very interactive and project-based, right? Now, his school is very interactive. It's project-based. 
It's team-oriented, right? It's what they do. They're very active at that school. They do projects. They do all types of, um, you know, reports and things like that, but it's super-duper fun. The school has a process where you go and you do a walkthrough. You do an evaluation of the school, and they give you, you know, like if you're going to tour a, a new home that you were looking to buy, they, they give you a tour of the school so you can see, go in the classroom, ask the questions, right? The presentation isn't just a slideshow of here's the name of our school, here's the problem we solve, here's the products we have, here's how you can get started, and here's how you can make money in, in, the, in the presentation. If the school did that, and that's the only thing they did, more people probably would not enroll their students in the school. Why? Because they don't really know anything about the how. Now, I know there's always a challenge as to whether or not you explain the how to people. Well, it's not so much a detailed account of the how, more so than an overview of the process. See, it's not like this is exactly the worksheet. It, it, this is the exact question, right? At exactly 9.10, we're going to do this. At 9.30, we're going to do that. At 11.45, we're going to do that. It's not the detail-oriented aspect of it, but it is an overview of the process. For example, the school sends me a schedule for third grade for that particular semester, right? So I know at 8.20, they have life coaching. I know at 8.45, he goes to English language arts. I know, you see what I'm saying? I know that at the next hour slot block or whatever, he goes into enrichments. Then he goes to recess. Then he goes to lunch. Then he comes back and he goes to math. Then after math, it's science. After science, it's something else they got, right, um, performing arts or robotics or whatever he's got. It's a schedule. Now, do I know exactly what they're doing every day in terms of like a lesson plan? No. But could I see the path that my child is taking so I have a better idea? It's more detailed than just here are the classes we offer. This is more of, well, here's the path your child will be taking at these times, and we'll be covering these topics during these times, right? Now you can come to the school, you can walk through, you can see the classrooms, right? You can see how it all works and go from there. So when you're presenting what you have, your offer, are you presenting it very, very surface level where it's, it's causing people to come back? In fact, you're triggering objections. Are you causing objections because of your presentation, not having the questions that you already know? What are the main objections people have? They don't have enough money, they don't have the time, or their spouse doesn't see the value in doing it. I mean, those are the top three, money, time, and a spousal objection. So if you already know that, then why create a surface presentation that doesn't address any of that to only come back to get on the phone for the person to say, I don't have the money. Now what you have to do, which is not a problem, but you definitely have to tighten up your skills when it comes to closing because you didn't have any leveraged assistance 
with tackling those topics and objections from someone who knew that they were going to have someone who created a presentation that knew that your customer or potential customer client were going to have those objections. So now you, as the sales rep or as the owner or as the, the, the business, you know, uh, you, act, you, acquire, you acquire the customers, whatever, now you have to be that much better at closing in sales, and you could be brand new. You could be brand new, and, and sometimes it takes time. Now, I know that they say, hey, you know, generally speaking, get your person on the phone with somebody in your upline. I get that. But what if the person in your upline isn't skilled with closing either? Right? I don't know. Maybe they are. But what if they aren't? They're just a higher rank than you, right, or whatever. So you run into all those different things. The question then becomes, what if you could just address those objections right there in the presentation. Very naturally, organically, and psychologically, the information flows, but people have aha moments where even when they get off of the presentation, what if the only questions you had was, um, listen, I love it, I definitely want to do it, and, and I'm, I, I, I just got to find a way to get the money, right? Do, do you have any recommendations on how I can get the money? That question of do you have any suggestions on how I can get the money, that is a much better question and not so much an objection versus, well, I don't have the money. And a lot of times people do have the money. It's just that they don't, they're not willing to part with the money because they don't yet see, A, the value in it. And when I say value, I mean the results that they're going to get as, uh, as a consequence or as a result of them actually exchanging the money for the product or service. If you have a weight loss product, why do you show before and after pictures? Because you let somebody know, look, if you give me this X amount of dollars, then I can, I can show you that you have the opportunity to lose weight. Look, it worked for this person, it worked for that person, it worked for that person, and it worked for that person. So the person is like, ooh, I don't have the money, but, geez, I really want those results. Let me find it. If you don't paint the result, the person could say, mm, I really don't have the money for it, and then they're searching for something else that's just cheaper. They have the money. It's just they're not going to buy from you. So how are you presenting your business? How are you presenting your opportunity? How are you presenting the, the option to change uh, when people come across you, your brand, your marketing, your offer, is your presentation doing them justice? Like, is it worth it? Did they learn something? Did they come out of your presentation saying, huh, I sure could use that. Let me take a day. Let me figure this out because I, I, I need that extra $1,280. Ooh, I need that extra. I need to lose those 15 pounds. Ooh, I need to, yeah, I really need to get this. I need to get that. I need to have access to this tool or that tool, right? You want people thinking in the direction of how can I get it versus, uh, looks good, but I don't think I have the time for that, right? Why would they say they don't have the time for it? Because it looks too complicated. It looks too cumbersome. It looks like it's a lot of learning involved. It looks like they're going to have to sit down and go back to school, and people don't want to have to do that. 
Will they? Some. But does the average person, where the mentality is I want to make some extra money from home, does that person want to do that? No, that person would rather get in their car and drive Uber than to, you know, transfer $1,000 to you based on you telling them they could make it $1,000 back, but you haven't shown them a plan on how they're going to do that. The products and the services and the fact that there is a compensation plan does not demonstrate how the person makes the money. If you were selling roofs, you were not a roofer, but you were a roofing sales rep, you could understand that you can make money, like you understand what your commission is for every roof you sell, you can make, you know, 20%. Okay, that's the compensation plan. But when you go to work, they've got to show you how you approach customers, how you present the roofing options that a person has, how you set up appointments, how you actually go through the process such that you can get the 20%. The fact that 20% exists does not show someone or make someone believe that they're going to earn it. You've got to show people the plan of action. So as I began to tweak some of the things in, in my presentation, I started to really feel that a lot of the questions that I was getting based from the corporate presentation, that I could eliminate and at best reduce, reduce them greatly. So I took the time. I did some redemption, some tweaking, added some stuff in I know how to do, you know, put in some conditional things there, did some stacking, did some other things, right, beefed it up a little bit, painted a real picture, a real picture, because people are going to buy when they understand that you can take them from where they are to where they want to go. Bob Proctor says the only thing that in your paradigm is in your shift is that you gotta, you're over here and you're trying to get to over there. And, and you've got to set a different type of goal. So I know that in order to help people go from over here to over there, if I can at least share with them this is how you're going to do it, I'm not going to give you every little step, but I'm going to show you a basic tactical plan on how we're going to do it. And when you reach 20% and you have this many sales, this is how you're going to earn the money. And remember when you said you wanted to make an extra 500? Well, I just showed you how you got broke even on what you got started with plus another $1,000, right? That's what people want to know. So I'm going to challenge you that if you have or if you are a part of a company, if you are a part of a program, you offer a service of your own, you offer a product of your own, there is some sort of presentation that you have for people to review. If you don't have a presentation and you don't need a presentation, that's fine. I mean, if you're doing e-commerce, you don't really need a presentation. Your presentation is really your picture, your price point, right, and a little description. But if you're more in the service, base industry, coaching, um, products, technology, uh, network marketing, direct sales, affiliate marketing, things like that, and you have to actually take people through a buying process, I'm going to encourage you to consider, look at the presentation that you have 
and be honest and transparent with yourself and ask yourself, would you join from that presentation? And, and, and here's the deal. Take away the fact that you knew the person presenting it. Take away the fact that, um, that you understand the products already because you're an expert in that field. It's like if you went from one roofing business and you started working at another roofing company as a sales rep, because you understand roofing, you know, did you take that position because you already understand roofing and you never really had to worry about their coaching and training program, right? Or um, did you do it because you know the owner? Did you do it because you know the vice president? Did you do it because you have other friends that work there? Or, or did you do it because the presentation itself was just solid? You not knowing anything about anything, it made the utmost sense to you. And if your presentation is not designed where you could say, you know what, yeah, I would have joined this thing whether I knew somebody or not. I understood it. I was clear. I knew my goal. I had my plan together before I even knew anybody, right, or the person that contacted me. I didn't know them, really. Then you're good. If not, you might have some work to do. Because what makes our job easier as sales professionals, as affiliates, as marketers, what makes our job easier is when the marketing works. See, I, I had a good mentor of mine tell me, when the marketing works, you don't even really have to sell it. It's when the marketing doesn't work that you've got to be so doggone good at sales. Now, you, you still have to have some skill. Don't take what I'm saying as you could be skill-less. You do have to have some skill. But your job becomes easier. It becomes more fun. Uh, you have people who are excited if the marketing is done right. So it behooves you to have a marketing process that does all of that, hard, that hardcore heavy lifting for you so by the time the person gets to the end of the funnel, it's a, oh, my God, yeah, I'm excited to do this. Let me, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. When you use Visa and MasterCard, they say, oh, I got a Visa. Or they're saying, you know what, I, I, I got to borrow the money for this. Can we talk on Friday? I'm going to have the money by Friday, right? And you set the appointment for Friday or whatever it is versus, uh, well, what you making? Well, how long you been doing it? Oh, well, can you show me your back office? Huh. See, when you're doing all of that, when you're asking those types of questions, it's because you haven't built the trust yet. They don't believe. So they want to make sure you're not trying to con them and scam them, and if it's so good, then show me yours. But when you can get it off of you and paint a picture where they can see it for themselves, you're not even a factor. So if you're triggering those types of things, it's not about how to how to handle the objections. It's about how to create an environment where the objection doesn't even come up in the first place. That comes from fixing your marketing, fixing how you show up via your presentation. I hope that you were able to pick up something that I dropped down here on this good Friday Friday. Thank 
God, it's Friday. Um, I'm excited because I know that as we move into 2023, uh, you have been equipped, okay? You have been equipped with the knowledge, with the concept, with the ideas. It's time to take some of these 90-something episodes at this point and put something into action. I have done over 90 I think like 93, 94 episodes so far of Mind Your Business. There is something in this catalog that can help you. It's just a matter of you now pulling it out, deciding to sit down with it, and actualizing it. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business podcast call where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. I've been your host, Tracy Walker, and we do this podcast call Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so by heading over to iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, any of your favorite podcasts and places, and do a search for Mind Your Business and subscribe. Uh, We truly appreciate that. Uh, If you'd like to stay connected and get reminders and things like that from time to time, uh, go ahead and join our VIP uh, podcast community by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, just text the word podcast to 770-818-4333, and uh, let's stay connected. Head over to my website, www.winwithtracy.com, and uh, when you get there, I want to bring your attention to a very, very important tab. It's called the Free Cash Flow Audio. Listen, uh, we're living in a time right now where a lot of people are, are nowadays especially, are having a hard time getting by due to uh, the lack of job security, corporate downsizing, uh, even the, high, the, the rising cost of living. And what I do is I actually help people, uh, even single moms, primarily single moms, who are facing any of those situations to be able to start their very own part-time or even full-time home-based business so that they can, you know, generate the type of income that, that they want to have. They can have more time with their children, uh, free up more of the time to do the things that, that you want to do, have that freedom type of lifestyle, and ultimately be able to provide for your family and have, uh, uh, have a, a solid nest egg um, moving forward into the future. This cash flow audio is my blueprint, my eight-point blueprint, my eight-point methodology, I should say, that shares with you exactly how I help people and what it is that we do. We follow the acronym of cash flow, and I break it all down. I'd love for you to go ahead, tap on the button at wentwithtracy.com that says free cash flow audio. Listen to the audio, okay, Uh, and then reach out and let's talk and let's see how we can put you in position on a path uh, to really achieving your goals of $10,000 or more per month uh, in in 2023. If you know anything at all, you know that it's time to make a change. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business podcast call, and I will see everyone on Monday. I want you to enjoy the next two days. You might have some time off to relax, to do some things, to, to, you know, run around, go to the store, prepare for the holidays, whatever it may be. I want you to enjoy your life. I want you to be grateful. I want you to uh, give thanks 
for your breath, for your life, and another opportunity to make an impact. I will see you uh, Monday, same time, same line. God bless, and bye for now.